options, choices, and we get up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't no goddamn it, what? Any, any, money, more. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no what? What? Any, any, money, more. Let's go. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in the Basement podcast, where we tell you the biggest headlines that went down this week. If you're listening to the very first time, we roast, we toast, and we say some rhymes sometimes. We are joined by none other than our very own Simon Slime. Yeah, and man. What's good? What is good? We got Ricky, the soundboard guy. Ricky is be the one and only coming to you with the sound straight from the underground basement. And last but not least, my name is Anthony. This is episode 139. Thank you for joining us. And it is the very first episode of the month. This month is March. We are rolling down through 2021. Hell Let me yeah. get some vibe check. All right, I'm gonna start off my vibe check because I'm just I just feel empowered, you know. March, I know it's um, what is March? It's, the it's of March. Women's the third women's, month of the year, women's the women's history, history month. month. <laughs> women's history month. There you go. Shout out to our ladies, our other halves. Wow, look at him forget already. Show. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I wouldn't feel like happy by that introduction if I was a lady. <laughs> You forgot about what, the intro? Oh, their, right. ma- their month? Yeah. I heard it's their time of the wow. month. Wow. Once a month. All right, now cut it, cut it. Well, all right. No, we can that. Hell no. <laughs> it's all good. You ain't spitting. No, nah, all right. No, it's all love. Wrong. It's all love from the basement. You didn't say you nothing know. wrong. Hey, we love ladies. <laughs> just Absolutely. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's, we're already in March 2021. Um. Tell you guys something good. Um, I just feel motivated um, with all the opportunities that's been coming up, Uh, both work and like passion project, um, both. And also, I've I've been also motivated to like work out. I actually did my PR today in push ups. I did 50. Could have done more, I'm sure. Like like just in one go? 50 yeah in one go mm, yeah. okay. nothing okay. crazy okay. but just to know. just to see just to see if i still got it yeah um but on the note of fitness and like um just like self-love i did go into uh i went to mission peak this weekend and that was very challenging mm. um i was surprised i didn't see simon up there this time I think the we last time I went, time. <laughs> the yeah, last we time I was there, we did cross paths. We, we crossed that was trails. Crazy. That was one yeah. of the most like weird, not weird. It was just like out of all the places I would have ever seen at, it would have never been my thought that it would have been on the top of Mission Peak. Like that's yeah. some real like homie shit, dude. Like yeah, ain't no like mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river yeah. wide, ain't no brother. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my man right there. Hell hey, yeah. if you need me, call me, bro. No matter hey. where you are, no matter how far. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no. And then after that, I've been hitting some uh, some uh, golf balls lately. Been hitting the range. Mm. And um, got to spend some time with my family. Shout out my siblings. I know they listen sometimes. Nice. <laughs> all the time. Hey. Yeah, no, they listen all the time. Shout out to you guys. Friends of uh, are good for Ed. Ricky, you see this movie? This man's living the retired life already. Right? You hear Look this? I, I went hiking, golfing. Hey, this <laughs> weekend was fam. nice. That's you good, know? brother. And like yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Thank you, guys. He Who got next? We got to have a talk after this about them stocks. I'm trying to live that life. Right. Oh, no. The stocks is killing me, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the market is down. Don't panic. Hey, uh, to the moon. To the moon, man. Mm, ride it. Ride it. I feel it. Um, Five checks. Um, I did something cool this weekend. It wasn't as chill as, you know, Ant, mm. but uh, I finally took my work out of my room. Mm. And what I started to like realize is like how much of a sanctuary your room is and like how much care you should keep about it. Um keeping it clean. Like I'm I'm one of those people that like I love re- we talked about it on previous uh pods like rechanging my room, making sure everything feels right. But I think taking out my workspace and not working in my room has been such a drastic change for me. I fuck with it. If you guys if if, if people are working from home right now and you are working in your room and you have another place to work i would suggest you do that yeah it's a vibe difference bro what are the what are the benefits i just feel like it's one of those things where you you don't shit where you sleep Mm. and i think if you're in a place where the like your room should be a place you come to relax it should be a come it should be a place where you come to unwind and like it's your room man you know you don't want like for me personally i wouldn't want to come in and like think about oh i just worked there or like having to get up out of bed and go to work Mm. in the same room it's just really weird Mm. i can see that yeah you want you want to create an atmosphere that's not it's not it doesn't remind you of stress which is usually what work entails you know so i feel that usually i feel that yeah i feel that so you made it out in the living room or what you working out the living room or what Created a little office, off, oh, awful. <laughs> I created a little office space right in my living room. Um, nice. Yeah, pretty cool. I, I've, I've been doing that now for two days, and I feel a difference, man. Like walking into my room, I feel like, oh, like uh, I just bought myself a PC. I'm, I'm saying, I'm bro, bag right now. So I had to do a little redesigning and things of that nature. And and now when I walk in my room, it's like either I'm gonna be getting into my bag. Or I'm getting into my dreams. And either way, those are the only two things that should be happening in your room. Unless you boom booming as well. But yeah. Hey yo. Hey yo. <laughs> yo, uh yeah, nice. and I can tell, nice. dude. Look at your webcam right now. Crisp as shit, dude. Hey, shout out to you for the upgrade, man. You out here really yep. shining. You look three D. Kind of sorta. <laughs> 4D, dude. They're starting to come out with huh. 4D. This is that shit right here. This shit right here. This shit right here. This shit is that 4D. Fake view. Or that deep fake. Is 4D, that, that deep fake. That, don't that believe deep fake. Deep fake, Simon. Don't. I'm really just chilling in my living room right now, eating a hot pocket, but this is just a virtual version. <laughs> Crazy. Don't get, start, don't get me started on that shit. We're going to talk about that later for sure. Yeah, I agree, man. Definitely make your make your room somewhere chiller. Maybe even I'd always recommend it, man. I got my red lights on right now. You know what I'm saying? Get some hue lights, set the vibe. 
You're ready. Yeah. The benefits are I actually just did that to my TV. I, I did my living room. I put like uh, Hue lights behind that. Um, the ones for my room is on the way. I got a couple things coming. You're going to see like this space behind me start to drastically change. I don't know how many virtual shows we'll be doing, but either way, y'all going to be updated with it. Keep an eye out. Keep yes, watching. Sir. For my vibe check nice. this week, it was a good week. It was a, it was, it was pleasant. You know, I'm still out here just staying indoors. You know what I mean? Trying to, trying to get this vaccine, which I heard people out here tricking the system. You know what I mean? I, I, I heard that some places you can actually say you're a health healthcare worker, but they don't even check and you can just get your vaccines. There was just some news that one medical, which is a private health organization out here, just giving vaccines to people who pay for it. Hey, if you got it, bro. You got it, all right. And I'm just trying one to get shot, one, <laughs> one opportunity, opportunity to get out in this world. But yeah, man, it was cool. Shout out to all my women out here, Women History Month. Um, we are, you know, celebrating just life, and I try to do that every week, man. Trying to keep it, you know, keep it different than the day to day. But I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm here. Shout out to all of y'all. Yes, sir. Good. Hey, I got a down for, down in your thoughts for this week, all right? But to start it off, I'm going to ask you guys what you prefer on on a nice barbecue day, you know? Mm. It's summertime. You're you're having a barbecue. What are you going to get? It's a hot dog or hamburgers type of day? Hot Those dog. are your options. So like, I'm just, what am I choosing between a hot dog or a hamburger? Yep. I don't know, bro. Can I tell you that that depends? That's like the apple juice and the orange juice conversation. Orange juice. It depends. Apple juice. No, there there is no sane person well, can choose one. You gotta like it depends on the day. I just did. It's a Unless summer like it's a juice. summer day and it's a barbecue day. <laughs> That's it. I'm going I'm going with you the hamburger. Got two bro. Options. You got cheese? Hey, that's the that's the next question, actually. So okay, you're choosing right, hamburger. Ricky's Hamburger. choosing hot dog. Hot dog, baby. You get, you get three toppings on on this hamburger or hot dog of yours. What are your three? Mm. Mm. I'll Let's go start with Ricky. Which one of your glizzy, bro? I'll start with Ricky. I'll go first. What's, your, what's on your glizzy? Questions. <laughs> what's on my glizzy? <laughs> so let's see. I love ketchup, so I'm gonna put ketchup on it. The next two are gonna are gonna you know. Mix it up a little bit for people. I'm Mexican, so you know I got to get me some pico de gallo up in that bitch. Yes, that's right. I put pico de gallo on my hot dogs, bro. Delicious. If y'all ain't try that, try it out. That, and then the last thing I'm going to put on it to give it a little kick, some salsa. Preferably homemade. Some salsa verde. Roja would be acceptable as the green well, one. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right, for those awesome. at home or that are listening and don't know the difference, what's the difference between pico de gallo mm -hmm. and salsa? Because wouldn't so, pico de gallo be considered salsa? Yeah, technically. I guess you can consider it a salsa. I don't um, because it's it's not – I consider salsa to be more liquid, more of a liquid state, whereas pico de gallo is basically – chopped up bits of tomatoes mixed with onions mixed with chile like a pepper so i guess because if you add the chile it's automatically considered a salsa a salsa but i i 
I don't consider it a salsa. I don't know. That's just me, though, you know? Um, salsa, to me, is blended, you know? Uh, maybe you 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 pulverize it. I don't even know if that's the right word, but <laughs> you basically use, like, some to, like, squash it down, usually, like, a more... This is going on your glizzy, right? Yeah, yeah, like this on okay, my glizzy. Yeah. You feel me? Like this on... So I could put it on my glizzy for all of those who's not cool. watching this oh, right now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pulverizing. Oh, I'm pounding. I'm taking it to Pound Town. Hey, y'all never had a uh, salsa molcajete? It's like, have y'all ever seen some Mexican-ass foods bring out, like, some fucking rock, like, big-ass stone shit and just, like, crust some yeah. shit up in it? That's the best salsa, bro, for real. That shit is delicious. Okay. But it's more so, of a liquid state, so, like, you know. So what is it? Just to recap, it's ketchup, so, uh, pico de gallo, um, pico ketchup, de and, and... And salsa, some type of, like, red or green salsa. A whole lot of salsa. Fuck God, salsa, God. salsa, and ketchup. Dude, if that ain't the most <laughs> fucking Mexican hot dog I've ever heard of, dude. Basically, yeah, salsa, man. salsa, and ketchup, which can be considered as salsa. Salsa, salsa, this salsa man. and ketchup, my guy. Yo, <laughs> that's a crazy-ass hot dog. But, hey, you know what, hey, man? It's my, hey, it's smacking. Is it smacking? It's smacking. Oh, it's smacking, bro. Okay. All right. All right. Simon. Yeah. Simon, what are you going to put on your hamburger, man? Yeah, what you got so on I, your So I was actually, I, I thought like hard about this. So the three choices I'm putting on it is, I'm a, it has to be cheese. Mm. Cheese is for sure going to be number one. Mm. Uh, number two is going to be tomatoes. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elaborate that on a little bit. And the third one is going to be lettuce. Now, if I have lettuce and tomato, the tomato is going to act as a ketchup base for me. Mm. I mean, shit, it's the same thing, smart, right? Smart man. Right? Mm. And I have the cheese. I got my, you know, cheese. And then, you know, a little produce on there. Mm. So uh, cheese, lettuce, tomato. Mm. No sauce. That shit sound dry as fuck. Bro, honestly. with tomato, and nah, you're tripping. Tomatoes make a fuck. burger extra juicy. You, like, mm-hmm. crazy juicy. Mm. I actually juicy. take out the tomatoes on my In-N-Out burgers because it makes it too wet, too juicy. Mm. See? So I'm like, mm. hold the tomato. Thick. No, <laughs> dick. Hey, you guys are crazy tonight. This guy's crazy, hey, uh, dude. All right, nah, tomatoes. Yeah, that. So, what about you, you, Mister? What's up with you? Yeah, what, what are you, you choosing? Right, I, I would also choose the hot dog. That's right, Glizzy team. Shout out to Glizzy. Good. <laughs> Shout out to Glizzy. Don't want no beef, just Glizzies, baby. All right, Yo, I am gonna put. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my boy like Glizzies. What's Glizzy. up? Hey, hey, nothing, man. bro. Go hey, ahead. Glizzy, Go ahead. Glizzy party or what? Hey, you Go know ahead. I'm bringing mine. You know I'm bringing mine. Hey. <laughs> Come on, man. I got, say, got the buns on deck. You know me. Say your oh, topics already, God damn it. All right. No, I'm, my topping is going to be um, uh, mustard. Oh. A little bit of spice, you know? Ketchup. Wait, mustard spice? No, no. Just, ke- just mustard. Mustard. Just regular, okay. Just to spice okay. it up, right? Ketchup, because it's a non-negotiable, and then mayo, just because it's mayo nice on a hot dog. Hey, no, mayo and ketchup together. It. Mayo and ketchup together is like is a fire combination. No, 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 no. Here, let me put so you guys on. If you You're so if you go to white. Five Guys, Five Guys has the craziest hot dogs you can ever eat. Yeah. 
They're delicious. I never ordered hot dogs at Five Guys. Bro, that's just I, like $7, but it's worth it. Five, it's fire. Five guys with some glizzies. You know what I'm saying? Oh five, God, glizzies. five glizzies. <laughs> five glizzies. Five guy glizzies. Five guy Here. glizzies coming at you with hella toppings, God damn it! You better catch damn. up, not mayonnaise. Yeah. Now, so you've had five, five guy glizzies? Five guys is good. I actually liked it more than in and out For their burger, yeah. And yeah. actually, mm, they have hella toppings. I just like that they give you the option and yeah. choices. Yeah, we died for all that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But all right, that's good. What I what I what Sounds I hear like, from you guys is that you guys are super basic. That's all I heard. Well, how is my how am I basic, hey, bro? Really? You Simple. literally made the craziest cheese, fucking tomato. hot dog. Bro, you got two salsa. You you got two salsas. Yeah, because right? I'm fucking spicy like that, fool. Y'all are, y'all need a little excitement Man. in your life for real, for real. Over here, talking no, but about but. If I had a fourth choice of topping, it would be cheese. Well, you can't because you didn't put that in the rules. <laughs> nah, but because all you need is the ketchup, mustard, and uh, mayo. Y'all don't fuck with chili cheese? I nah. Do. That's my nah, fourth nah, nah. choice. I fuck, with, I fuck with chili, and then that's cool by itself. And I and I fuck with hot dogs. It's cool by itself. But when you put it together, man, it's like putting too – it's too much. I don't know. Really? Too much. I love, too much. I love chili cheese when too I Too much yeah, going on. Nah, you nah, if I'm feeling dirty, that's that's what I eat. If you're feeling Definitely. sloppy, Joe, I feel sloppy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <This> All right, <laughs> man. Let's... Simon, we're fifteen minutes. We're fifteen minutes. We're fifteen minutes in, and Simon is sus as fuck. He's he's sussed he's out like, by he's us. He's not now. comfortable talking about. I, hey, no, nah, no, nah, hey, I'm very comfortable. Y'all, y'all say what y'all say. Just say All right, we're, we're, but we're the Glizzy Boys now. Hey, straight up, all three of us. Burger gang. <laughs> I'll get out of here. <laughs> all right. I think it's time to get in what went down. Great segue. <laughs> He's like, hurry the fuck up. We're going into yeah, what just, went down. Just shut the hell up, bro. Let's go. <laughs> what you um, want to talk about, bro? What went down this week? So some stuff happened on the Twitch scene this week, and I, and I kind of wanted to talk about it. Okay. A little, a little, I know we just got out of Black History Month. I know. Mm. I know. We've been talking about it. You guys got all the black quotes, but we got something else to talk about. So there was a Twitch streamer, all right? Um, And this Twitch streamer thought it would be a good idea to say the word nigga on stream. And just to give a little bit more context on it, he didn't really say it like, oh, like, it it seemed like it slipped. But either way, it came out. And this this situation kind of caused this this outlash on twitter basically a bunch of people supporting him dude's white by the way saying oh you know like the other dude who he said it to was black and maybe he there he's cool with saying it or it's just a word why does it matter you know and and i saw a lot of things i saw people saying man you're white you can't say it and i hear people saying it's just a word man you can Mm. say it and i think i haven't really got to hear any real conversation on it okay and i guess you know Break it down. I, I think it's wrong. I'll, I'll jump into it. Break I think it I'm the most qualified here to start the conversation. And why do you say that, sir? <laughs> um, I think it's because my name is Simon. Um, <laughs> no, it's because I'm black. Uh, <laughs> just to be real. But I don't know, man. Like I don't think it is cool he said this word, bro. Uh, I feel like to everybody who th- talks about this, oh, man, you know, nigga is a word, uh, you know, other people say it and it's not a big deal or pe- black people say it in rap songs. And the way I feel about this is 
the word nigga came from the word the n-word the hard r mm-hmm. all right and it was cre- that word was created like as a derogatory term oh. to like bring down a whole race right oh, yeah. and i feel what happened with this word is it kind of one of those things where like black people change the narrative of that word yep. it's not a bad word you know what? oh great it's it's meant to mean you're less of a person great now the term means a word of endearment my mm-hmm. brother my friend mm-hmm. not a person that you know i don't fuck with so for people who's like oh you know it's just a word like why can't anybody say it and i feel like if you have to question whether you can say it you probably shouldn't say it yeah I right agree. because i know a lot of people honestly who aren't black and who i've heard say the word nigga and i don't feel like upset or like oh oh yeah i gotta fade this person up because it's, it's a culture thing it's a it's a it's about where you come from right if you're from areas that are from ghettos or like places like that like of course you're around the culture of where that happens mm-hmm. and i mean i'm not telling you to go say in a, in a rap song because that shit's probably not going to end well for you mm-hmm. but yeah, man. I don't know. I don't, I'm not cool with everybody being like, "Oh, it's okay. It's just a word." Yeah. Right. Like, I, I think it's 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 not just a word. Yeah. And why people are so pressed to say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I can, in, if I can just uh, put in my two cents, um, I, you know, I I just I like you said. I don't think that anybody outside of you being black is is allowed to say it in a public forum if maybe their homies are cool with it then i mean, i don't know whatever it's the discretion of their homies but if someone checks you about it you can't argue back about it you have no say in this about like oh but my friends let me say okay but it don't matter if someone is disrespected by you saying it then you got to shut the fuck up and that's just straight up and Facts. that's how it is you know what i mean i I, I definitely agree with you. It's not something that should be said, even though his friend thinks it's cool and probably not a big deal. Other people will take it offensive and therefore you should not say, it. you know, facts. And like from a business perspective, right? Like like you said, public forum, like if, if you're if your black friend is OK with you saying nigga to him, Vincent. then that's cool. Yeah. You have the end pass. Great job. But don't go outside flexing it because somebody who didn't give you that end pass mm-hmm. is going to trip. Mm hmm. Exactly. And, and that's I mean, I don't know. <laughs> keep your and keep your keep your uh, your nigga passes sacred. <laughs> keep them hidden. <laughs> do, not, do not. I think there needs to be some uh, some. I mean, speaking of that, that guy, maybe that this kid? kid did get an end pass because shit. He might have bought it. <laughs> I, you damn right. Because <laughs> I saw some crazy ass shit that this dude this got kid, a, bro. made a thousand dollars off of selling the end pass to kids at school this 11 now, year old kid bro you know what i found out i found out that this kid was he black or was he white he was black yeah he was black what was his name go ahead ricky you probably you got the facts and sound like i don't have the f- <laughs> i don't remember what his name was but i did remember hearing that it was basically a, an 11 year old that sold end passes to all his friends or all the kids in his in his class and obviously they were like all white and they they just paid they they paid him so that they could <laughs> say it <laughs> like <laughs> you know what's funny though it's actually the the kid who did it he is black his mom is white and he's adopted 
So, so she literally had to like explain and like talk to teachers about everybody saying that her son is basically selling end passes at school. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like That's I don't know. It's like that, shout out to that kid for the hustle though, because I mean, <laughs> it looks like there's a market for it. <laughs> hey, shit. Where there's a market, bro. There's People will pay to be a racist or what? I mean, sh- I mean, I wonder. So, like, apparently, to be what openly I was racist. The kid, the he sold it to somebody, right? And the way that he got ratted out is by selling it to a kid, and then his kid showed his mom, or like tried to yeah. show it to his mom, and the mom was just like, "Hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got what from where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, little Jamal gave me impasse, mom. Hell <laughs> no, nah. Taylor. His name was Taylor. Oh no, Martin. Taylor. His name was Martin. <laughs> Martin. Martin, bro. <laughs> Why you gotta be Martin, bro? Oh my god. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that shit was crazy. I mean, hey, but shout out to the hustlers out here. Hey, however they get in their yeah. bag, you know what I mean? That's the important part. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. On the topic of uh of just like the N word N pass, you know, Black History Month ending. Uh they are there are talks in an Illinois city about becoming the first in the nation to offer reparations to African Americans. And this is mm-hmm. actually super dope. I thought it was it was really interesting. Um basically Evanston, Illinois is trying to make an effort to compensate all the black Americans for the loss of general wealth due to inequality and systematic racism that's existed in this country since slavery. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. And I what's mean, the city name? Evanston. Evanston. Hold on. As I look for apartments in yeah. Evanston. <laughs> Let me open up Zillow real quick. Right. Yeah. It's it's only 158 years old. Um, north north shore of Lake Michigan. Um, and they plan to distribute ten million dollars in tax tax dollars to the cause over the next decade with twenty five thousand payments to eligible residents. Beginning in the spring, eligible. I wonder what eligible means. Like, what do you I mean? Because I've been called the hard R on Xbox Live like fifty <laughs> times, bro. So I need to know what this means to be eligible for this. You're because... like, honestly, I feel like I deserve it. I've been on Xbox Live and been called it. <laughs> I'll take twenty five hundred, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, quick, quick guess. What do you guys think it's based on? If it had to be based on something. <sighs> If it's if it's government giving it out, probably like you have to show that you're show proof of your ancestor being a slave or something like that. I imagine. You know how they're gonna be like, yeah, your name has to match. Like I don't know, uh, what is that DNA site? Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta take, take a DNA test. test. Ancestry, you need ancestry. an ancestry in me, bro. <laughs> ancestry, yeah, twenty three me. me, yeah, whatever that is, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's pretty much what it is, basically. Uh, what what they're saying is that you need to basically show that you are the the product or your ancestors are uh tied to slavery in a way and if you can do that then you're basically eligible for the reparations and they talk about all this uh, wealth disparity we already know that there's a huge wealth gap between, you know, white Americans, black Americans. I just really think it's interesting because this has been a topic of conversation for many years. Um, many for it. Simon, you for it? 
Come on. Thank you. Hell yeah. Anthony, you for it? Yeah. Give him a quarter acre and a mule. Straight up. Quarter acre and a mule. Why is that a saying? Well, it was what was promised to like all of the slaves when they were freed, quote unquote. Really? Right. Yeah. That was the promise. You were supposed to get a quarter uh, quarter acre and a mule and shit. Still waiting on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said. The phrase 40 acres and a mule has resonated for black people since the first day of life post-slavery. You're right. And oh, yeah. 40 acres. 40 acres. It was. Yeah. You guys just want to give them an eighth. That's fucked up, dude. Fuck you guys. But, <laughs> quarter uh, quarter section. So I can say that we all agree here. You know, I'm not going to be the one to contradict. Sometimes the devil doesn't need an advocate. But what I will say is that there are people out there who don't believe that reparations are needed. And one of those comes from a black man. Yes, that's right. Herschel Walker, really good contender for Dude, this week's shit show. Sounds of the week. like Clayton Bigsby to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, Clayton Bigsby is a character played by Dave Chappelle on The Chappelle Show. He is a blind black man who believes he is white, raised to think he's white, and he's part of the KKK. So that leader. Yeah. Yeah. Leader. Le- yeah. He was a leader. Yeah. People literally follow him. And it was, it was, it's, an, it's, insanely hilarious just look up clayton bigsby on uh, youtube and you'll see a skip um but we have a real life clayton bigsby right here herschel walker ex nfl player actually uh for 15 years he said that basically let me use the exact quote he said because herschel walker you may i don't i don't know how we didn't give you shit show of the week actually i do you'll hear later on who really became the shit show of the week but Basically, Herschel Walker said, we use, and I quote, we use black power to create white guilt. My approach is biblical. How can I ask my heavenly father to forgive me if I can't forgive my brother? Former Dallas Cowboy star. Ah, that makes sense. (laughs) Ah, I was waiting for it. Like, where are the clues, bro? (laughs) Dallas Cowboy. Got it. Yeah, so it makes sense, right? (laughs) Makes sense now. I understand. You know what? What's his name? Herschel? Herschel. Fuck Herschel, dude. Tell Herschel shut the hell up, Herschel is a wide-ass name, bro. (laughs) Herschel? You know, hey, Herschel, I'm sure, has a shirt in his, like, wardrobe that says, this shirt is 100% cotton. That's why I picked it. Oh my god! I saw somebody actually with that shirt, and it was like it was like some black dude, and it was like, imagine if this was your cousin, like, bro, what? I can't. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. People who lean, <laughs> lean into the racism, take a step back, chief. You feel me? Like, yeah. Personally, I will. I will give my you know give my input. This is just Ricky, the soundboard guy. I don't know if giving reparations in the sense of finding like ancestors that you know are direct descendants is the proper form of reparations how i would think it would be done is similar to how the jewish people got reparations for world war ii for for nazi germany basically and that's basically an investment into black america so you know a lot more money going into black banks going into uh making that wealth gap smaller by providing more opportunities specifically to black americans to open up businesses to buy more property to basically 
get all the assets that they were denied earlier during the times of slavery. So facts, bro. Yeah. Like the the, the gap it. it's like generational, bro. Like Hell it's yeah. not it's not like giving giving some I, I see what you mean. Like giving somebody 25k, right? Who what the fuck are they going to do with it, right? Go put a down payment, maybe get a Tesla or a Gucci, but I don't you know what I'm saying? Like who knows what somebody does with it? Invest it, you know, pay off a school loan or some shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I agree. Putting it into like generation like a a way that the race can succeed and not just a specific person is definitely definitely a good yeah. approach to it. But hey man, something's better than nothing. That's the way I see it. I don't know. I'm I'm preaching to the choir. Obviously, we yeah, all here agree. Yeah, it. we here, brother. Hallelujah. You know? <laughs> God we is here. good. Yes, all sir. The time. <laughs> oh, happy day. <laughs> no. <laughs> um on the topic of reparation, I just want to add that I think we also deserve to pay Native Americans their reparations. Let's fucking go, Anthony. Hell yeah. And I think, yeah, those the the black people, Native Americans, we gotta we gotta pay them back, man, because it's messed up, America. Shame on you. Up. <laughs> Shame All right, on you. Go, go ahead, Ricky. <laughs> go ahead. Where are you going at? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to bring up on the topic of just like. Stuff that, you know, we saw online, you know, Herschel Walker video, all this stuff. I really, really, really just want to put out there to not believe everything you see on Twitter, social media, anything you see online, question it. Okay. I already do, bro. This is me (laughs) speaking to you directly, the listener. The technology we are using nowadays when it comes to machine learning artificial intelligence deep fake all of that can be manipulated and can be used to sway people's opinions to make you believe something that isn't true to make you think that things are going on when they really aren't what is a deep fake for somebody who doesn't know like i i i I know what the i hear the i hear the term but what does it mean so deep fake is basically a term for technology that uses machine learning to create something polymorph polymorphized that would otherwise not exist. So it's synthetic media. You can think about it where a person is existing with someone else's likeness, someone else's image, but it's not them. Like right now, if I if I was good at using this technology and had the software and everything ne- that I needed, I could make myself look like Ryan Reynolds in his prime. Fucking hunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah, I could make myself look like whoever I want, man. I could make myself look like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. That was one of the videos that actually came out recently. Anybody I want can make myself look like a woman. You know what I mean? Womx, Womxn. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> which all is also some some crazy shit that happened. But I can make myself look like anybody, dude. And that's what a deep fake is. So yeah, watch out for that shit. And that's that's just crazy. crazy. I mean, like technically, if it gets, in, can you imagine? Like they can just make a like one of a president or something and put out a video or something. That's crazy. I did. I did get a chance to look at that Tom Cruise stuff, and it looks really insane. Um, if you haven't got a chance to see it, it's all over the internet. You can just type in Tom Cruise, and it'll probably be the first thing that pops up. But 
Tom yeah, Cruise imagine somebody favorite. with the wrong per- the wrong intent has some power like that. Yeah. Man, that could mess a lot of things up. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah. I mean, I'd probably use it to like put myself in meetings or something or like in Zoom classes, calls. Well, again, again, hey, bro, you, who knows? Maybe it ain't even me right here on this pod. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that there's deep fake audio where there's actual software out there where you can record someone just like saying like for example let's say someone just runs our our podcast through this software and don't give them the idea they can pick up but all right they can they can pick up audio files so even if they like use just like one sentence from you that they have recorded they can run it through this software and basically create an artificial voice that sounds like you and they can make it say whatever they want it to say yeah bro that's why like there's some phone calls like that's why i won't answer the phone if it's like a spam number and talk always just listen because sometimes they'll like record for like your your hello that that little aspect right there so you gotta be careful man it's crazy it's a different time we're in man yeah and it's it is wild to think that now because of the internet we have to just question everything, be careful with everything. So many things is possible, especially with the advancements that we're making to, like I said, deep learning, like all that. It's it's getting crazy. So this is just your friendly ne- neighborhood reminder to watch out for spam calls. Watch out for deep fakes. You know what I'm saying? We never fake down here in the basement, so you can count on that. But the world out there not as nice you've heard it here first yeah i uh i was talking about something recently i i brought it up it was this uh one x n thing um sometimes bro sometimes you can be what is that sometimes you could be too woke you feel me like too woke like, like yeah i feel that you know what i mean and this week we had an example of that because two. basically was it two? Oh yeah, it was two. I'll, I'll I'll start with mine, but um, basically, what I was referring to earlier in terms of being too woke, like goddamn, you gotta sleep a little bit, is that Twitch, the video game streaming platform, uh, it's also doing other mediums, but mostly video game streaming platform, actually got in trouble this weekend over some controversy after their women women's history month post where they used the term woman woman with an x so w o m x n women and the, what they were trying to go for is a gender neutral term you know something that you know in our in our in our current society where we are trying to be a, you know just approval approving everybody you know just wanted to be you know uh, a a platform where you can come no matter who you are and feel like you're part of the community but it wasn't received well by the lgbt community because they called the change transphobic because it suggested that trans women were not women why add the x you know feminist back in the day used wom xn as an alternative because of patriarchal roots, misogyny intertwined into society, into this word. Why? Because woman has the word man in it. We don't need no goddamn man, they said. Let's put an X in that shit. Well, now they're saying, hey, 
What does that mean? Does it yeah, mean bro. that I'm not a real woman? If I'm bro, trans? honestly, like it's just it's so talk about it. It's Simon. Kind of hard to keep up, dude. It is. It's fucking hard. <laughs> It's really hard, man. And like, and that's no shots to anyone. It's just, it's hard. Like, it's too woke. I, I don't think there's a better way you can explain it. Too woke. Get some sleep, bro. Because I don't understand what a gender neutral woman is. It's like a false positive or a backwards forward type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, and they, there's also another situation that happened this week where uh, dearly, Potato Head now is no longer a mister. That's something that actually happened over the week um, because um, potatoes have genders. Yeah, uh, because um, apparently a potato can be a male or a female or whatever it chooses to be because it has, you know, a mind to be able to make that decision. Um, and technically, it, it's kind of fucked up that we're all sitting here deciding what the potato is. Why does it the potato tell us what it wants to be? That's like how ridiculous at this point it sounds. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I feel like if you're going to be mad about somebody that's trying to be, you know, like neutral uh, about the whole um, gender language, mm-hmm. then you you need something else to like you need go to, to sleep. Wake, go to sleep. You need to wake up on more like real problems yeah because yeah because wow. that's you know that's wow this isn't a real like, problem to you no Hell no it's not like a it's, real it's, problem it's a problem it's a problem when people are getting mistreated and like in real life but if it's just somebody complaining about like well what about these people mm. like come on man like if they're not feeling like equally treated then let them speak for themselves and you know We'll yeah. share the same love, especially the right? potato, because <laughs> the potato. Yeah, who's, gonna, who's speaking up on the potato? That's what I'm saying. What I'm and saying. it's just like, how far are we going to go? Yeah. I'm saying choose a real problem to address. I mean, to I'm, some, it may I'm be. I'm saying real, that's not a real problem. That's what I'm, I'm saying. That's my opinion. That ain't no fucking real problem, bro. If we're literally sitting here deciding on what gender a fucking potato is, that ain't a problem. I'll say that. I will without unapologetically say that is not a problem to really be discussing, especially in today's atmosphere of what the hell's happening in not only this Man. world, other worlds. Bro, there's so much other things to be talking about other than a potato and its gender or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's personally what I say. Mm. Yeah. So you think that Disney's decision to change change uh Mr. Potato Head to a more gender neutral I mean there is a Mrs. I, Potato Head. That might be why. You know, not well there was a Mr. and Mrs. That's what like I, I didn't understand. So yeah. like now my thing is how far do like do we need to rewrite history? Mm. You know what, what I mean? Like need. at what point like it, okay, great. Now we have to like it, we, why stop at Mr. Potato Head? Or sorry, why stop at Potato Head? Yeah. Did you just say? Did yes, you just I, assume I assumed the potatoes he was, gender? I assumed he was a potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, some other shit that got me no. fucked up. Um, the rules of the car. This is something I'd want to just highlight and discuss. And it's something that I don't even know. I wasn't even in a car when I even thought about this conversation. But um, if you follow me on Twitter, shout out to you. 
Uh, you saw what I tweeted out this week about um, the roles of who does what in the car. And I just wanted to talk about it here and give you guys my spiel on it and get this, get to see if you guys feel the same way. Um, ultimately, I'm not going to go through each exact one, but the main point of all four roles, which would be the driver, the passenger, and the backseat collectively, um, is that the backseat shuts the hell up throughout the whole entire ride. <laughs> I don't understand, like, people who don't understand the backseat role. Um, sit down, enjoy the ride. You have no responsibilities on the voyage. You get to be a passenger and just relax and vibe. Don't ask what songs get to come on. Don't backseat drive. I can't stand a backseat driver, and I think that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah I get to. <laughs> I cannot, like, that's one of my pet peeves is, like, when somebody's driving and you're in the backseat, like, giving, like, oh, watch out, or, like, kind of giving those kind of vibes, just get out the car and drive. You got this. I'll sit in the back, and I'll show you how to really be a backseat passenger. Break down the roles then. So backseat uh, back riders are just supposed to not do anything. That's not backseat really a role. Yeah, the That's the role, role is to not have a role when you are in the back seat. Be a plant, okay? okay. Be a plastic bag in the wind. All right. Passenger, I like this conversation. I like this conversation. We're all passenger. Have you are responsible role. for making sure that the driver is successful. And I guess I have to start from the top down. And let's start with the driver. The driver, you are the most important person in the vehicle. You are responsible for getting your passengers to their destination, okay? You are to be free of any backseat shenanigans and you will always decide what is on the radio, mm. okay? Passenger, you are responsible for making sure the driver is successful in getting to their destination. Mm. Um, you will be the navigator of the voyage. You shall be the holder of the Google Maps and making sure that each turn is done. I like ways. And the last point is you are the 5-0 watcher. You're the one to watch out for any any mm. mischievous activity. Make mm. sure that you, you know, nobody's waiting in the bushes. And mm. yes, the backseat driver, infamously known to just shut the hell up and enjoy the ride. Thank you. Thank you for your role breakdown. I appreciate nice. your your out okay. your uh, uh out your outview, your perspective on it. Anthony, what are yeah. what are the roles in the car to you? Yeah, so in my car there's actually roles that people play. Hell yeah. Including the backseat. Right. Uh passenger. Let's get First, it. First the driver, right? Like Simon's responsible to getting the people, the passengers to their destination yeah. but safely. Um, the passenger, uh, the front passenger, his or their, um, their responsibility is purely navigation. Mm. And then the back seat is actually the one that's in charge of the playlist. Mm. Um, and so they would get to control that, but they do, they got to take requests, mm -hmm. including the driver's request. So like my request too. I like that. Um, and the backseat will be the 5-0 watcher. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you're supposed to watch shit from the back, Anthony. I'm not driving in your car. We're getting caught oh, the hell up, the bro. Back, the, the backseat driver, the, uh, the backseat driver, the backseat passenger is going to have a 360. <laughs> just head spinning around like a demon in the back. Just <laughs> That's what I expect. Okay. Yeah, they better you know? do something. I'm focused on the road. Right. I like that.
I, I think yeah. the 5-0 responsibility goes for everybody. You know what I mean? That doesn't fall on just one person. It should be a team effort. We all don't want to get in trouble. So let's all make yeah. sure that the pilot is good. He can't see right behind him unless, you know, I mean, yeah, he can. He has a rear view mirror. But to the sides, all of that, they are important as well, mostly for entertainment. But don't you dare fucking backseat drive me because I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Don't tell me how to drive, right. man. You if you trust for your backseat right. drivers, you, hey, you guys you better, put a lot of trust hey, in and that backseat. You better give me $5 for gas after. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to our listeners who are wondering, why do we need to watch out? Why is each of us got to watch out for five O's? Well, because in down in the basement, we truly believe that five O's will make every situation worse. <laughs> Agreed. That's a good. That's a <laughs> go ahead. If you want to make a bad situation worse, call a cop. Straight up. Unless, unless you're getting robbed, maybe like then call a. Cop. I mean, what if you get? No, I mean, <laughs> bro, if you get robbed, you call a cop. What's the cop gonna do? File a police report, bro. Uh, I'm calling True. you. Then. The guy's already gone. Chances are they won't find him. Yeah, you're or right. Her. Or they won't look. <laughs> well, there yeah. you have it. You know, they make everything worse. There you go. Um, nice. I, right. I, I still. Backseat, backseat rules. Hey, honestly, though, rules. on that topic, though, I do like want to say, though, like as much as we are low key, low key, high key, anti police, you know, um, you know, defund the police you know, all that good stuff. I do want to say we are not opposed to the idea of a law enforcement officer coming to the basement and talking with us, having a discussion. We'll not, we'll not attack you personally. I I am one. We're not against cops. We're not against coppers, but what we are against are these bad apples. Yes, sir. These thugs, thugs, these thugs, thugs. thugs. <laughs> you got it. I know it. Shit. <laughs> but if if anyone out there is listening and wants to have this type of discussion, please hit us up at We the Basement Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Let's have a discussion. I'm down. You know what I mean. I'm down. I'm always down to talk to anybody interesting. We can even maybe get it in the mind of episode and be on our platform. You know, let us know. Um, That actually leads into a good conversation, which I want to talk about because it happened this week. There were two interviews that I heard this gentleman, Dr. Carl Hart, in. Uh, He was actually, I first heard him on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast where he talked to Joe Rogan for about three hours. And he was also on The Breakfast Club. Um, a popular East Coast radio show with Charlemagne the God, DJ NB, Angela Yee, some popular personalities. Um, and the reason why he was being interviewed was because Dr. Carl Hart just came out with a book. And I keep mentioning the doctor part because this man deserves his paid dues. He has a doctorate in pharmaceuticals, I believe. Um, and he just came out with a book titled Drug Use for Grownups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Automatically, some of you might think, whoa, drug use for grownups? The fuck is this? A a manual to do drugs? Like, what is this? Right. And you might be surprised to hear that the description of the book is basically talking about how drugs should be 
decriminalized, legalized, and regulated by the government for people to use. Automatically, a lot of people are very against the idea. Drugs? Drugs are bad. Drugs only do bad things, okay? As Mr. Mackey would say. But the thing is, I actually really like this guy's perspective. See, what he was talking about is basically, and this is kind of crazy because the way they brought it up on The Breakfast Club and a lot of people, what they hear about him is that this man has done like heroin, you know? He he said it's it it it's there's nothing like taking a bump of heroin by the fireplace and relaxing. Yeah. So automatically, like yeah. So some you know if you hear it like that, you automatically have this idea like what the hell is this druggie saying? But if you really take a deep listen to it, and the Breakfast Club didn't do a good as job, and I actually went off on Twitter on him because they really made him sound to they made him seem to sound like some kind of druggie who kind of just wants to legalize all drugs, let people fall into their addictions and continue with their bad habits. But what he's really arguing is the fact that people should be allowed to do what they want as long as they don't hurt people. If they want to do drugs and they're able to handle it as a grown up, and that's the most important thing about this book, as it's mentions in the title, Drug Use for grown-ups if they can handle it responsibly like a grown-up then let them do what they want to do why should someone get in trouble for having mushrooms on them for having weed on them for having cocaine on them if they're not hurting anybody you know it's a whole i mean it's it's because of the the money bro that's obviously what it is it's it's the how does the government eat off that shit and that's that's how it is and that's why bro come on you don't hear about people smoking weed we don't want you don't hear about people smoking weed and going out and doing heinous crimes come on you know why they 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 lock up people for weed is because i mean now it's a lot different because it's so commercialized right and it's everywhere I mean, it became a damn essential business, bro, <laughs> like throughout the pandemic. And why? Because the government is the one that's selling it. Yeah. And that's where and, the issue comes down to. But the but the argument to that is the, gar- the government could make so much money if they regulate it, bro. Look at what's happening in Denver. They decriminalized weed. They decriminalized they decriminalized mushrooms they're selling it now as a legal business and they're flourishing they're getting millions off of cannabis and putting it back into the city so yeah i think it comes down to like the amount of control they have over it like if it's legalized then more people can it's they also have to figure out how they can stop everybody else from doing it what do you mean by that i mean why would they want to stop people Actually, I mean, they should. Why would, yeah, they'd want to stop people because they aren't the ones that are profiting from it. I mean, like that's the whole point of the the government being. Mm, I see. And choosing what's available to be like okay and what's legal or what's not because like you think about it, bro. Weed and stuff, it's all you grow it here, but like all that other stuff, you ain't you ain't growing coke out here. Come on. Imagine if they. Where does it come from? They don't have a way to to control it, and that's where all that's the reason. It's it's. It's it's based off all that, man. If the government don't eat, then 
y'all can't have it and that's just the way it works here in america basically but the yeah. government would eat is what i'm saying if they decriminalized it if they regulated it think about portugal portugal basically what they did is they decriminalized all drugs and they legalized them and what they did is they can actually provide you with drugs you go to a clinic that is run by the government you say hey i want some heroin they go okay <laughs> just hey <laughs> yeah hey straight up hey i want some h the street term i want some h i don't know if that's what they call it but hey i want some some heroin do you got any do you got one heroin that i can have and the government you're would such be a, like you're such a narc dude <laughs> <laughs> ricky's a narc bro <laughs> this, this, this is edc 2015 all over he again said, he said can i have one heroin <laughs> may i have one heroin please? hey stop someone's gonna take this clip and run with it okay i did not say that but what i'm saying is imagine someone does that in portugal the government would be like okay cool you want this we will provide you with the drug that you want. We will give you the cleanest form of it, though. We will give it in the right dosage to you. But it is mandatory to take a counseling session with us in order to get it. And many people will go, okay, fuck it. Why? Because there's less of a risk of there's less of a risk of you getting mixed in shit bad shit that is why all of these drugs are bad in the first place here in the states we don't get the purest heroin the purest cocaine that all comes from colombia runs through the drug cartels gets cut up with baking soda fentanyl a bunch of other shit you know a lot about this because i listen to these interviews and i look at society just look at society, Ricky the plug. Bro. bruh mac miller rest in peace bro Mac Miller died because he got some coke that was mixed with fentanyl, bro. Yeah. And that's the saddest shit, bro. Imagine a celebrity like him gets cut up shit that's so bad, he dies. Right? Imagine if the government was regulating it. Mac, you want some coke? Fine. Here, come through. But take this. The, the most important part is take. you have to do this counseling with us, though. Because when Portugal did that, they found... That when they legalized it and regulated it and people would go there and take the counseling, they found that people were doing drugs because there was more to the problem. They were doing drugs to escape. Escape the stress of work. Escape the stress of life. They were looking to escape, find pleasure in something else because their whole life was a mess. Well, once you do that counseling... Once you really fight these inner demons, which I'm sure we've all been fighting during this quarantine, it's been tough. You realize that the reason why you're doing all these drugs, why you're trying to get away and escape and go into this pleasure zone is because you just don't want to deal with everything else. But once you get that therapy, once you get that counseling, once you get that person listening to you, you realize there's other ways to deal with it. Oh, this is my problem. You know what? I'm going to start doing this instead. And then they slowly. So it's like the AA before the problem. I think it'd be more like AA during the problem because they still went to go buy <laughs> the drugs. However, once they started getting the the counseling, they slowly started weaning off of it, and then boom, L decrease in addiction, decrease in crimes, 
all of that. Yeah. No, I think you make a really good point. I think when people start to like go to drugs, right? It's because they, like you mentioned, they're trying to escape in that. But if it was used as like recreationally as it's supposed to be and just like, Hey, you know, here and there, and you're using it, not an escape, but as a, just a means of, I don't know whether it's finding your inner self or just fucking taking a chill pill that it makes it less of a, of a, an addiction and more of just a, you know, recreational, like, like you just going out to this park and playing ball. Exactly. <laughs> just going to go over here and t- exactly. take some shrooms real quick. <laughs> exactly. Some people use Sounds it. Like a great time. Some people use it for spiritual, spirituality, you know, you know, there's so many mushrooms from psilocybin, which is the chemical compound in mushroom that they say that it could even cure stuttering. Like there's so many things that, you know, if you think about it, heroin is just uh, morphine. Right. It's it's basically the same type of thing, except heroin is used as a cut up of morphine, not as pure. And that and they sell it on the streets, but it's a painkiller. You feel me? They there's benefits to everything. If you do it responsibly, you drink, right? Drink uh, fucking alcohol is a drug. Why is that one legalized? Because we decided we could profit off of it. You know, it's it's less sketchy. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. If you shooting shit up, nah, bro. Like, that's, no. You don't got to be shooting shit up. That's doing way too much, bro. You know what I mean? I even used to think that people that used to, like, take dabs, bro, that's a that's that's too much for me. I couldn't carry a blowtorch in my car and heat up a, a nail to a boiling point and then, like, use wax. You know what I mean? Like, that was a lot for me. Like, when I saw that Crazy. people were doing that, you know, I'm not judging people yeah. that did it. I'm just saying that was too much for me, but you don't got to be doing all that. And that was basically the conversation. I think I just want everyone to kind of just have, if you, if you listen to this and we're like, Ricky, you're fucking tripping. You crazy, bro. Like you wilding, my guy. You know what I mean? Like I want you to go listen to Dr. Carl Hart on Joe Rogan. Maybe even go listen to him on the breakfast club. Type in Dr. Carl Hart. Read his book. I'm about to buy it on Audible. I'm planning on using all my credits that I haven't used to really start learning again. And I just want you guys to 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 open your mind a little bit to there you go. different thoughts. What do nice. you guys think? All right. So so if I hear you correctly, Riggy is recommending that we try drugs. Yeah. I literally just recommended you read a book, Anthony. I'm just joking. <laughs> Take it as you want, though. About drugs. All right. I, I see your point. As Ricky downs his beer, just no. <laughs> I'm just playing, Ricky. We're not paying you out to be the bad guy. Don't you worry. No, you definitely didn't fired make over sense, this. I'm coming for y'all points. neck, bro. All right. <laughs> so which drugs do you recommend? <laughs> uh, the strongest drug of all, love. Oh, okay. Right on. <laughs> All right, man. Come on. <laughs> Anthony's like, not nah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right, I just right. wanted to put that out there. Listen, you know, listen to cool. some. I, I've always been a proponent of listening to things that might be against your perspective just to get a thought of the other side, you know? Sure. Thanks so let us sharing. know. I'm just like, <laughs> let us know. Hit us Simon. up and let us know, bro. <laughs> Simon's like, just let me know. <laughs> let us know, bro. Hey, for sure. Oh my God. 
So Portugal, huh? <laughs> this fool says so Portugal. All right, man. Let's go. I think it's time to get into shit show this week. Too. All right. <laughs> All right. This week's shit show of the week goes to Joe. Joe who? Joe mama. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> Sloppy Joe. Joe Biden. Nah, we can go off on him easy. Nah. Nah. The, the person who I'm actually uh, coming at today this week is Joe from Portland. Basically, this week it was announced that a... Uh, Nike VP and and Hebert had to resign after a report revealed that her son Joe Hebert 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 is actually run running a sneaker resale business. See what happened was everyone was talking about how this man Joe was making a hundred thousand dollars a month selling inside info on paid Discord channels while also running reselling sneaker channels through Instagram and other forms of social media. So in Portland, Nike, Adidas, many companies actually have their headquarters there and you can actually go and get really good discounts because of the lack of sales tax and everything. Well, it came out that the VP of Nike of North America, her son was getting a ton of shoes for d for discounted prices i'm talking like bro warehouses full it's ridiculous you look at these pictures of him stunting and he has like yeezy boosts he has all the latest jordan the everything bro anything you could think of different sizes hundreds of the same shoes and he's just been profiting off of his mom's discounts and this could have all been under the tuck, swept under the rug, the rug, except that he had to open his mouth. Ego is the killer of man. And this is what happened with Joe. Because he decided to start talking to reporters about how much money he's making, how he's flourishing in this market, how he's doing so good. And it turned out that this reporter dug deep into his history and found that his mom was the VP of Nike. Soon as the report came out, she got cut. Swoosh. Just do it. How you gonna let your kid really get the insider info out here? Getting all these sneakers with your discounts from warehouses, discounted prices, going on Discord, selling secrets for two hundred to five hundred dollars a month. This kid was making bank. He a hustler. But when you got the insider knowledge that he has, it's unfair for everybody else. And the sneaker game is big. We already know multi-million dollar industry. In fact, I was once chilling at work when I seen some guy pull up just to, we had to help him out. And one of my colleagues was like, damn, you know how much his shoes cost? I said, how much? He said, nine grand. Nine grand, bro. It's crazy how much shoes really be going for out here. Well, yeah, I mean, when you make, when you make that much money, bro, like it's it's hard to grasp that right now. But when you make so much money, bro, like you have to spend it on something. I mean, think about it. Like the abundance of money that people are making, they're just like, why not? Mm -hmm. Shit, 
Why not? And that's what Joe decided to do. But if Joe would have just kept his mouth shut, he could have kept his six-figure businesses rolling. But now his mom laid off a Nike. We'll see where she goes next. But for this week, you are going to get this big, fat fart. God damn it, Joe. We did it, Joe. hey yo man what the hell joe biden me and my homies hate joe biden you gotta start doing something out here all right now it's time to get into this week's shout out of the week shout out of the week shout out of the week this week's shout out of the week goes to the best principal you could ever have imagine going to school Imagine getting to class and having to wear a hat because shit just don't line up, man. Now I'm talking about your fade. Your hair, it's all kinds of sloped, man. I'm talking Y is equal to negative 0.5X plus C. I'm talking this shit is not looking clean, bro. We've all been there. Simon, you ever got a bad haircut? <laughs> yes. Talk about it real quick. <laughs> Uh, it was it was bad. Talk I about it real ended up quick. having to shave it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about I don't talk about bad shit. Like no, talk about. He's like, put me on the spot. Talking about my bad haircut. He's experience. like, why are you bringing I mean, up it bald wasn't shit? The huh? Hey, all I know is, in the time of when I had that bad haircut, I wish I had somebody like who you're about to explain. Thank you, thank you, Anthony. You ever have a bad <laughs> haircut? Talk about it. Yeah, this one time I had such a bad haircut. I paid. I went home and I cut it myself. <laughs> that bad? Yeah, there was just like some patches. You go to Supercuts or you go to the uh, the Asian lady down the street? That was back when the Asian lady was by the street. Hey man, shout out to yeah. her, man. Shout out to the Asian ladies. Yeah, I had to gob. I had All the to, ladies. I had to stop going to Stella because she fucked up my curls. Um, shout out to Stella, but yeah, man, we've all bad, had bad haircuts. I one time let my mom cut my hair and she shaved a uh, size zero hole into the side of my head and I had to go to the barber and they were like, holy shit, sit down, boy, we got to fix you up. And that's exactly what this principal did. See, the shout out of this week is actually going to a uh, principal who is more than just a pal. He is a essential friend uh if you have someone like this who's got your back then i applaud you i think that it's good to have this type of support um and yeah man basically i want to shout out jason smith middle school principal at stony brook intermediate and middle school in indianapolis indiana because when he saw one of his students wearing a hat which is against school dress code, he went up to him and said, what's up, man? He said, man, I can't take off this hat, principal. I got a bad haircut. He said, that's cap. Let me see under that cap. He took off his hat and lo and behold, God damn, shit was so fucked up, man. You couldn't get a level enough to see how unsloped that thing was, man. That thing was so bad that Jason Smith said, you know what, man? I've been cutting hair since I was your age. If I run home and get my clippers and fix your line, 
Will you go back to class? He hesitated, but he said yes. Anthony Moore let his principal cut his head, clean him up, fade him down, and he actually ended up looking good after that. See, you need this type of person in your life, the type of person who will tell you, Anthony, I don't know if that's the fit, bro. Simon? Yeah? Oh, I don't mm. <laughs> I don't know if that was the cut, you know? Now, opinions are opinions, but sometimes that opinion can go a long way. You know, it's good to have your your boys back, you know, just people's back in general, because you never know if they can't see what you can see. You know what I mean? And sometimes we all just need a little help, man. We all just need someone to fade us up a little. You know what I mean? Get us in line. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, I want to applaud Principal Smith. You are commendable for taking some time to help your students want to be successful, stay in school, and ultimately be successful, man. And you're doing it one cut at a time. So for you, Jason Smith, I just want to say salute. I'm trying to catch a fade. And you are this week's... Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. All right, okay. You all know what I came to play. Take it away, at yeah. If you guys, if I ever have a bad haircut, and you guys tell me, we're gonna fade mm. on the spot. Damn. Like I hope you know how to cut hair because you're gonna give me a fade. <laughs> Talk about it, dude. Well. I think that about brings us to wise words to wrap it up. Here's Simon to take us away. In honor of a uh, Women's History Month, I want to give you guys a quote that actually resonates me with a lot. Uh, sorry, that resonates with me a lot. Um, and it's by the famous Eleanor Roosevelt who speaks that small minds discuss people and average minds discuss events, but great minds discuss ideas. Damn. Very nice. Hit him with the Eleanor. And with Ricky. In honor of Women's History Month, I would like to say on the topic of self-confidence, there's power in allowing yourself to be known and be heard, in owning your unique story, in using your authentic voice. Michelle Obama. These are really awesome quotes. Thanks, guys. Last but not least, I just want to leave everybody off with this. Behind every great man is a great woman. Behind every great woman is a great behind. All right, tune in again next week because we are out. You heard the man. Shake some.
Hey there, thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at We The Basement. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.